Hello, everyone. I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. It's great to have everybody back again this week for another podcast. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the Annunciation of the Lord, which is a solemnity in the church, which is actually today. It is today. So surprise. That's and did you doing. know I recently, well, maybe a few months ago, I learned that a solemnity is uh more important than a feast day well there we go yes. so this is like a more important day yes that's very cool so what i wanted to start out with is in the liturgy of the hours it gives a an about today and so here's what it says it says today is the solemnity i can't say that word of the annunciation of the lord and in luke's gospel we read about the angel gabriel visiting mary and announcing she would bear the son of the most high the annunciation reminds us that god is active in the world we see him entering into human history and inviting his creation, like Mary, to help establish lasting peace. In Mary, we see the truest example of a wholehearted, humble response to this invitation. So now, Lisa, you were telling me before we came on air that you had a couple of stories you wanted to share about the Annunciation. Oh, well, when we went to the Holy Land and we went to the Church of the Annunciation, I just thought it was so amazing that the spot where Gabriel appeared to Mary, you can you couldn't go to it because there was bars, but you can see the actual spot uh, where Mary changed the whole pretty much salvation of mankind by saying yes. Exactly, and it's a really cool church there because uh, there's like a round area that's above that grotto that mm -hmm. you're talking mm -hmm. about, and so you can stand around that grotto area and just uh, pray and kind of watch all the other people go there. And then you can go down the stairs and get up very, very close, stick your camera through the, <laughs> right, through the, the bars, bars to get yeah. your pictures. Uh, but it's a very quiet, great It was place. very peaceful, yeah. Yeah, that not a lot of noise going no. on there because of, of, of where that was and what happened there. So it's a very cool place to go. If you ever go to the Holy Land, it's a must-see yes. to go there. Yes. So now, I believe you did... Uh, a 33-day consecration a few years back, Lisa. You want yes, to tell us about and that? My, so it was the 33 Days of Morning Glory um, by Father Michael Gately. And my consecration day was March 25th, which is uh, today. Very cool. Yes. So how was that experience um, doing 33 day, days of prayer and, and reading in terms of your overall spirituality? Oh, I thought it was... Um, I mean, I, I made me want to do more of those. So I did a, a consecration to merciful love as well. Um, but yeah, it just, I didn't really understand the whole rely on Mary thing. And I don't know if I really do now, but it, um, you know, basically she is the mother of God or mother of Jesus. So if you pray to her, she kind of, the book said, she presents your prayers in a way that only a mother could to her son, so that Jesus um, she's interceding for. Which is very cool. And um, Mary does intercede for us. And who better to have intercede for us than the mother of God, right. right? That's a pretty good advocate. The other part of it is, is that Mary is the archetype. She shows us what it means, you know, to really respond to Jesus in a full way, which she did throughout her entire life. So now I've got to ask you a question, Lisa. What do you think it was like? Here's Mary. And all of a sudden this angel shows up and says, hey, by the way, you're going to conceive by the Holy Spirit, and you are going to have a child who will be the Savior of the world. What do you think Mary was really thinking there? What are you talking about? How is that even possible? <laughs> exactly. 
you're talking about who me right and this is not going to look good to the community right and in spite of all of obstacles which i'm sure came to her mind very quickly she said yes yes yeah, so i yeah. her fiat her yes that's what we'll name this show oh good one fiat. yeah maybe they'll think it's a fast the car, car. Right. exactly the popemobile but mary said yes and so there was a moment there where god was pouring out actual grace where he wanted to do something, the salvation of the world, and he wanted to use Mary, and she responded to that actual grace by saying yes. So the question is, how often is God asking us something and we're not saying yes? Oh, I'm sure all the time. So what do you think some reasons are that we don't say yes? Well, I don't know, Lisa. Maybe fear? She's holding up a list that I can't <gasps> Sorry, see. I thought I was supposed that... to toss it to you. No, you were supposed to say the words and then toss it <gasps> So to toss it to me. Oh. We're still working this out, folks. But so there's fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. Busyness. Discernment. Is that God or is that not God <laughs> right. asking me to do that? Wanting to be in control and continue on with my own agenda. I'm not worthy to do this, God. Come on. And then... I don't really necessarily trust that if I do say yes to do this, that you're going to get me through it. Right. And so there's a lot of reasons why we can get stuck in saying no to God instead of saying yes. So let's start with busyness. Okay. I've got a quick story for you. Okay. It always seemed like there for a number of years that whenever I was going somewhere, trying to get something done, God would say, hey, right over here, there's someone you can go visit. And I would go, okay, I'll do it later. Mm -hmm. I'm really busy right now. And so I would move on. And this would keep going over and over and over. And then I realized that, you know, he really does want me to go see this person yeah. because there may not be anybody else going to see that person. Do you know there's a saint quote I recently read, and I can't remember who it was, but um, the saint said, do what, you're, do what you can do today. Don't put it off for another day. It's so true. And, and we have to be able to recognize when God is calling us. And so the question is, is how do we know when God's calling us? A lot of times he's wanting us to be selfless. Right. And he's wanting us to do something that's going to bring him closer to some person or some situation through us. And so if we recognize that, it is, an, it's, it is important for us to do it right then because we may not have another chance right. all the time. But what about what about this, I'm not worthy um, to do this, surely, God, there's somebody else you can That'd call. That'd be more qualified, better apt at doing it. Is that is that a lame excuse? Or yes. Do you, yeah. So, and 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 why do we why do we feel that way? Um, I guess because of our own ego. I don't I don't really know. That was deep. Oh really? We we don't want to do it because of our own. We don't want to look ego. foolish if we fail. Very interesting. That's actually really cool. I've never thought about it that way, that um, when when God asks us to do something, that the unworthy is actually our way of getting out of not doing something we want to do because we're afraid we're going to fail and look bad at it. Yeah. That's interesting. That is very, that's a pretty cool idea. So how do we overcome that, though? Um, well, it, you know, there, um, St. Paul has that, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I kind of try to rely on that when I feel... Uh, inadequate, in a sense. I believe that's Philippians 4, 13. It is Philippians 4. Yes, yes. chapter verse 13. I didn't know about the third verse. I am on top of my scripture, Lisa. <laughs> yes. Come on, lay person, yes, Lisa. Deacon, yes, 
That's, that's about the only scripture I know. But it's, it's so we've got this idea of God wanting us to do something and we're not unworthy or we're busy or we fear failure or we don't trust that he's going to get, it through, get, get us through it. So how do we develop a better ability to say yes to God? That's the million dollar question. Well, I think, I think the first thing we have to do is we have to spend more time with him. Oh, yeah. You know, through, I mean, real prayer. Right. A lot of times my prayer is on, on the go prayer. Yeah. Drive through prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Audio prayer. Right. And you were describing before the show, sometimes you would, you would just go off and sit somewhere quietly and have a conversation with God. Yeah. So I, that's like my favorite type of prayer. Um, just to sit there and, um, kind of have a conversation with God in my head and then just sit there and try not to think about anything and, uh, Sometimes a thought will come at into my head out of nowhere, and that's like real God speaking to me. That's pretty cool. So another way to do it is is prayer and adoration. Oh yeah, that's when I yeah that's my favorite. So adoration is do a, it in front of the blessed sacrament. Beautiful. Yeah, Jesus is gazing upon mm-hmm. you. You are gazing upon Jesus, and you have an opportunity to um, really uh, be focused uh, because uh, the real presence is right there in front of you. Yeah. And the monstrance. What are some other ways you think we can draw closer to God in terms of our relationship with Him, Lisa? Uh, so we've got prayer. Okay. Okay. We've got adoration. Right. Silence. Silence. Right. What about daily mass? Oh yes. Going to daily mass. Oh yeah. Receiving the Eucharist. Receive. So my biggest excuse for not going to daily mass is well, I'm too busy. Right. We're back to the beginning again. Yeah. So we have to find ways to. Um, Schedule it. Schedule it and spend time with God that's above and beyond what we're doing right now. So you're not going to believe this, Lisa, but it's already been 10 minutes. Whoa. It goes by really fast. We are. Well, listen, folks. Build your relationship with God. Yes. Spend more time with God. Yes. And let's try to be, all of us, more attentive to when he's calling us Um to do things for him, to work for him, because it is only through us that God's grace is spread throughout the world. So I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm like Person Lisa. We'll see you next time. Bye.